There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts... Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. Hi, Hi Petty, Petty bitches. bitches. Welcome to Petty Little Things. This is Davina Divine. And this is Victoria Secret. The birthday girl. Oh. oh, it's Victoria's birthday week. Another year older. Yay. How old are you now? <laughs> I am. Um, <coughs> Timeless, like a Chanel bag. <laughs> <laughs> a shell bag? Like a Chanel bag. Oh, a Chanel bag. Oh, well, I mean, that kind of leads into something juicy. Do you want to know it something does. about our sister Chanel? Oh, <laughs> is this, hang on now, is this Chanel Fox of the Cabra Foxes? Yeah, well, okay. I don't know if people know her as Chanel Fox, but Chanel, our Fathead on Instagram. Uh, so she was in the bank, um, oh. trying to sort something out in the bank, and they turned to her and she said... She didn't have one of Bailey's dodgy direct debits, did she? <laughs> no. <laughs> Bailey, if you're listening, you know those direct debits. You know the ones. <laughs> they always catch you out in the end. And uh, so they were they were trying to do something with her in the bank, and they asked, okay, can you just tell us what your last three transactions were? All right. And the most recent one was for <laughs> OnlyFans. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> and oh the teller just started like laughing, like kind of like snickering. So hang on. So does Chanel have to sign up to Mrs. OnlyFans <laughs> to, get a, to get a glimpse? <laughs> yes, it was a payment for Mrs. OnlyFans for sure. But what would you have done? How would you react it? I would have said, well, I, I, I'm just supporting myself just to make sure it was working. I would have said it was for my, it was one of those like dodgy transactions. You know, very just, good. Like a little PayPal, you know, when they take 160 off your account, but they'll give it back to you. Very, that's very clever. <laughs> yeah. I, I, listen, I've lived my life thinking of my feet. So. But like, you think OnlyFans, the cheek of them, they like call it something else on your statement. Do you know what I mean? OnlyFans. And do you know what? Even um, like we listen to a few different podcasts. They're always, mm. Heather McDonald, by the way, is always obsessed with, with um, Heather McDonald is a podcast. We listen to. It's kind of, yeah. it's, it's called, called Juicy, Juicy Scoop. Scoop. And she's Juicy like, Heather McDonald has got I even know I'm obsessed. I just it's became a I be, kind of a terrible jingle, it's, but it's I love brilliant. it. Uh but she's obsessed with OnlyFans and so many people now are trying to be pushed onto that platform, like mm-hmm. some of the housewives and they're trying to make it not sexy. So imagine you you know, people just think you're into anal as soon yeah. as they see you yeah. sign with that, they're like he has a fetish. Yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> well, Chanel, you know what we think of you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we told it that before we heard the story as well, by the way. <laughs> what 
does the fox sing? <laughs> <laughs> Should we just get straight into it and have a bit of a girly gossip? Oh, sure, why not? Good evening and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Petty Little News. That's a very long jingle, isn't it? Imagine it sitting there waiting for that to be over. I'd be just like, no wonder Angus got caught with his compact out. What? <laughs> that was so good. What? So great. Um, yeah, what has been going on? You've had a birthday week. You've I had a birthday, birthday week. girl. I did, yes. I went to the drive-in cinema because it's back open. Yes, I went to see Bohemian Rhapsody, which to be honest, I have seen three, yeah. maybe four times. But girl, there's nothing else to do. No. So I was in my little car watching Bohemian Rhapsody. It squished. <laughs> squished into my car. Uh, I, honestly, I just drank You're not really a big birthday person, though, are you? Not particularly, no. I, yeah, I, I think you're not you, either. No, I'm, I'm really not. I've, I kind of hate the fuss, but you, I think... You always end up in some kind of like there's balloons here in this house. Yeah, there like is. you wouldn't find a balloon in my house Sweet on 16. a birthday. Sweet sixteen, number one and six. Yeah, I think it's dress size sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thirty-seven yesterday. And what do we say at one of our bingos? Thirty-seven. The numbers I would say thirty-seven Dawson Street is. Closed. Closed. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that you do say that. <laughs> That's, so, we have a something for every number. Like yeah. you throw a number out, just like forty-three, kicking the next <laughs> number. <laughs> you more so than me. Uh, I just have to say something about every number. I just like literally coming up with these mad stuff. I do giving them spiel's where the beginnings of bingo and yeah. how bingo was developed in the 1500s by the Italians and I, I know the history was it really yeah oh. and it was favoured in the court of Marie Antoinette oh but she died like tragically cake. yeah <laughs> she had too much cake and played too much bingo I'm going to be going there too that's it's not fine. a bad death actually well actually no that, <laughs> let's be, she was beheaded so I don't know we've called a lot of bingo the last year I could do without that that's um, true I feel like I already have been beheaded, to be honest. <laughs> I should want to rip off your head and shit down your neck. <laughs> That's the definition of us. Well, I went to my mum's on Sunday for drinks. Trish does a mean lasagna. She absolute does. mean lasagna. And fell out of the place and pretty much, like, if I drink with my mum, it's nearly twice as bad as drinking with you. Oh, yeah. Well, like, uh, Trish, I know you probably do listen in here, but let's face it, we will have to have a chat. <laughs> 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 that wine cellar, I bet you, is empty. <laughs> but in more important news, Brittany is uh, going to be speaking at her um, court next court date in really? June. Yeah. Well, there's a bit of scandal today. I saw um, Billy B. The makeup. Did Go you on. see this? No. So Billy B is uh, Britney's makeup artist. He's used to, he did Gaga, Beyonce, like yeah. anyone who's anyone. He did like... Um, so well, he hasn't done me, sweetie. Oh, well, baby. <laughs> beef, beef or baby. Uh, <laughs> beef or biscuits, beef or baby. Uh, yeah, so he did her makeup years ago and he was always kind of like kind of saying people lay off, like leave her, give, give her privacy. Mm. And there was some scandal about he saying that... Um, her team are responding and posting on her Instagram. It's not actually Britney. Oh, wow. And then all these receipts came out like that. He thinks that, that she would never say she had been said. It's, yeah. it's very confusing. Very the whole confusing. thing is because you're hearing one side and, and she's not definitively saying mm-hmm. one thing or the other, which yeah. is very strange. Yeah. There's and, been hints, though, that like, you know, she is listening and she's hearing what people mm-hmm. are saying. But she, it, it, from the sense of it, she's very much controlled. Yeah. And it, what I saw a headline the other day. It said Britney's father... 
claims in court documents that she uh, had that she had dementia and that's why he took over you can't had dementia uh-huh. like it's not past tense like it doesn't it's not like a cough do yeah. you know what I mean it's not like yeah. and if so, that's the case you wouldn't be shoving her back out on stage no. to perform and which is with, what they did someone with dementia wouldn't be doing a Vegas residency no. do you know what I mean no. uh, so that's I call bullshit on that but I'm excited though I, I, I can't wait to hear what she says yeah I was actually asked this week only two days ago mm-hmm. about because I think it must be coming up in June is it um, yeah, it's in June, yeah. start of June, I think. This woman is putting together a documentary and mm-hmm. she asked me would I be in the documentary. Oh. Just like, it's like a, a Vox Pop. About Britney. Talking about Britney. And she said, we're looking for hardcore Britney fans. And I was like, oh, well, I'll pass it on to a couple of people I know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, actually, I'm a really big Britney yeah. fan. I was like, I've been to see her in Vegas. Yeah. I've been to all her tours. Yeah. Uh, I have all her albums. Mm-hmm. I was like, I actually am a fan, but I didn't even realise I was mm-hmm. a fan. And you took Britney as your confirmation name. Yeah. <laughs> Davina, Britney, Saoirse, Divine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Elspeth. I forgot Elspeth is in there as well. <laughs> is Elspeth actually in there? Oh, wait, wait. Oh. Elspeth. That's a fucking horrible little baby <laughs> Eilish. Uh, yeah, so that's that's all very scandalous yeah. and juicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still, I, you know me, I like a little bit of closure. I'd like to know more. I'd just like to shake her and be like, what the fuck is going on, bitch? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I want to I wanna speak of another pop star who is claiming they are California sober. Oh. Not just sober. Damn I. Demi Lova yeah. toe, big toe, not yes. small toe, um, and she's saying she's Californian sober, mm. which means apparently she can drink some liquor, some booze, and yeah. smoke a bit of weed. That's, I don't, I don't fucking believe that. You're either sober or not. Yeah, that's like like drink driving, but like I'm not drinking. I've just had six pints. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like either or you're not like I just yeah and it makes you uh, like I my biggest mistake I judge everyone by my own standards so right. I'm very all in all out mm-hmm. so I won't even I don't wouldn't enjoy a glass you're of either wine. gonna partake fully yeah. or not at all yeah like very I'm good. two feet in I'm not like dipping my toe mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah so I don't know how I feel about that she kind of annoys me me too uh, like okay as a mother yourself okay yeah. your baby um, as a young mother yeah, yeah, yeah. working mom your baby <laughs> her name is Deezy let's say yeah. would you put her into show business because look yes, at all these absolutely. divas <laughs> yeah. they're all a bit fucked from it if they started at a young age I would definitely do it yeah because I hate kids so I would definitely <laughs> get them out of the house yeah get them out of the house get the money in the bank account mm-hmm. get them rolling get them working earn the keep <laughs> yeah 100% no questions asked dance motherfucker dance <laughs> 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 and I know you're all out there listening going, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, yeah. So showbiz moms out there. Yeah. You would be raging, though, if you realised that your child was talentless. <laughs> Wouldn't you? You'd be furious. Uh, like, I, I was re-watching, you know that show Feud about mm-hmm. Betty Davis mm-hmm. and Joan Crawford? Yeah. And they put Bette Bet Davis's... Oh, she never designed to be called Bette. Betty Davis's daughter mm-hmm. uh, got a part in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane because Joan was jealous of the girl who played the neighbour. Oh. And she was a dre- and they were like, oh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And she was a dreadful actress. Oh, God. And Betty Davis was stuck with her in the movie. Oh, God. And she's still quite wooden in it, like, now when you watch <laughs> it back, which is kind of gas. So, you, so, like... It does happen occasionally. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Uh, put all your eggs in one basket. Can and then... I say, actually, I, this, I, I know, like, since we're talking about celebs and little... Uh, did you see Wendy Williams is getting a waxwork? No. Yeah. So in Madame Tussauds? Aunt, Aunt, Auntie Wendy is getting a Madame Tussauds waxwork. Yeah, so this is her first one that's coming. And she did, like, a big um, behind the scenes of how they kind of put it together. Yeah. Um, I was watching it the other day. But you know how much they cost? Like those... Okay, um, let me have a guess. Yeah, have a guess okay, how much a waxwork okay. would cost. So any standard waxwork, I'm going to say... 
$325,000. That's very good because it's actually 300k. Oh. So that's good. 300,000 okay. for a waxwork. Yeah. Now there's a lot of work goes into they get like skin and mm-hmm. thing but so I'm fascinated with waxwork because you know when we go somewhere we always end up in Madame Tussauds. Yeah. I don't do. know why I'm fascinated by it's, it. And it's never it's as good shit. as what you think it's, always it's crap. Be. It's always like I don't want photos with them either. Like I just want to I want to I have photos of me and you on the set of Oprah. <laughs> 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 I actually and I'm like it looks like we're having a like a being interviewed being interviewed by Oprah yeah. I, and you're I'm kind of like saying what's going on and you're just sitting there like with a big grin on your face like <laughs> I've confronted you on the set of Oprah <laughs> <laughs> oh some foreshadowing was it yeah <laughs> uh, that was in Madame Tussauds in Vegas and then we went to Madame Tussauds in New York yes and then we went to Madame Tussauds in London so uh, we've actually been around the Madame Tussauds <laughs> um, but what it did it, I was kind of googling and having a look into waxworks and there was a couple of things I found out that uh, you know the Kylie waxworks that they yeah. had in Madame Tussauds yeah. the Kylie Minogue was she on her side or something? She was on her on all fours. Okay, yes. And it yeah. was from the fever tour. Yeah. And they had to take it down so many times because she was <laughs> mauled. <laughs> like from behind. She was mauled. Because of her arse. Oh my god. So yeah, so they had to like redo that waxwork so many times. Mm-hmm. So Kylie's had so many reincarnations. And uh what else? And have you ever been to the Irish waxing scene? Yes. Okay. okay. Okay, I just thought of something. Okay. A hundred percent for our Patreon. Let's get in drag one okay. day when things are back open yeah. and do a tour of the Wax Museum in drag. Well, well You can I, film, can you? I, th- I think, I don't know if you can film. I think you can definitely take photographs. Mm-hmm. But I did a gig in the Wax Museum okay. before. Mm-hmm. And it, you could basically hire out a room in the, it was when it used to be on College Green, mm-hmm. just off there. But now it's moved now to, I think it's Westmoreland Street. Okay. But it was right beside the Bank of Ireland down there. And I was booked for a private party. They had booked a dinner in the Wax Room. Ooh. Very weird. Very weird. But it was kind of fun. And they wanted me to just stand in amongst the Waxworks and be a Waxwork. <laughs> I had a microphone. And surprise people. And, and come to life. Yeah. So it was kind of fun. Yeah. So I was like, uh, like they had Madonna. I'm just going to say but Madonna, but it was like 1983 Madonna. Didn't so even look like, like her anymore. Didn't even look like her. It looked like Lourdes. Oh. <laughs> it looked like Lourdes because she was so small. Uh, and then they had like, you know, really kind of 80s, like, um, what, like, what's his name? Bono when he had long hair. Yeah. You know, and yeah. just cringe. So I'm standing there in a sequin dress and parents I kind of did look like a waxwork. <laughs> standing in the mix. And then they come in and I just went, ah! <laughs> like and then they all shit themselves which was quite fun um but i was looking into the irish waxing and they try to make it a bit different because they try to have more um irish basic portrait pierce and michael collins yeah, and things yeah. like that but as i was reading before our time now in 1980 this is kind of gas uh somebody broke into the wax museum yeah right <laughs> to they, steal no they just caused havoc okay they stabbed with a sword margaret thatcher <laughs> they stabbed Margaret Thatcher through the, with a sword through her like whole waxwork and they beheaded JFK. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they broke Madonna's hands off. Oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was kind of funny. But I was just, it brings us, like, we've had a few run ins with waxworks and wax yeah. museums and yeah. it just was on my mind. And I've always said you had the personality of a waxwork anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you look like a melted candle. So, <laughs> gosh. Um, oh, in other news, the bars are now allowed to do street pints again. Oh. Did you see Town at the Weekend? I did. 
It's kind of rotten me. It's, do you know what? There's so many ways to do this. Like we've sacrificed so much. Everybody mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's ways to do this. I don't want to be a killjoy because I'm like, I'm dying for things to get back to normal. Yeah. But there's taking the piss. Yeah. There is. And there was a lot of that. Like when I saw some of the fucking people dancing on top of fucking cars and all. Yeah. Like I actually texted you. I said, I would pay a thousand euros right now mm-hmm. for five minutes on a water cannon. Yeah. Like give me five minutes. You know, like at the funfair mm-hmm. when you have to shoot into the, try and fill up a balloon or whatever. I'd love five minutes on a yeah. water cannon and just fucking blast the horns. Right. Anyone that looks like they're off a boohoo ad, just blast <laughs> them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Can we just acknowledge that sometimes you look like you're off a boohoo ad yourself? No, I'm a bit more pretty little thing. <laughs> sure, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm petty little thing. I'm on brand, girl. I uh, mean, I, I get yeah. it. People want to have fucking fun. I want to have fun too. Mm. But like, we're. I feel like we're so close and yeah. I just don't want to see a spike now because of things like this because we really want we need venues open and mm-hmm. gay people yeah. need fucking venues open they need it's queer true. spaces no up. they do that is true and and hopefully but do you know what i'm hearing other little stories that the country's really struggling financially that regardless of what's happening they have to open soon uh-huh. there is no options we cannot sustain this yeah so tbc yeah to be continued to be nice trying not to belt into the microphone there I dirty was. bitch <laughs> I, I see how I, I successfully evaded it yeah come here did you hear the big news i, th- I don't know yeah. if you'll be aware of this now um this news just in yesterday yeah you'll love this news go on and i very i was like reading about it it's up a few places so uh the spice girls are looking to do a sequel to spice world stop yeah and it seems to have, this story seems to have legs. So I was fishing around, reading a few different articles, seeing, I tweeted out the Spice Girls as well, just to see if there was yeah. any kind of something, something. Um, and yeah, so apparently they're looking because... Did they tweet you back now? No, no. <laughs> see, no, see, we, use, we have a blue tick on Twitter, yeah. which is useless in any sense. Mm-hmm. But the one thing it is good for is trying to get someone's attention. Yeah. If they're verified, yeah. you have more of a chance of being spotted. Notice me. So sometimes if we tag a celeb, it's literally mm. just trying to get seen. Yeah. And... If you don't, you don't. But if you don't try, you don't. You're never gonna get. Yeah. But apparently, Jerry is spear driving this, and oh. she's practically managing them apparently at the moment. Oh. And she's pushing for this, and loads of people are just saying, "Don't know what that would look like." But I came to the conclusion when I read the article, I was like, "I want more content from yeah, them." Yeah, me too. I want more albums. Yeah. I want. I don't even care. I just, like. I liked headlines, and yeah. that was shit. I liked headlines too. Like yeah. I don't care. I feel so. What was the other one that they had? Voodoo. Voodoo. That was. Get up and do the victory. I actually still liked it, but it was also a bit shit. Shit. Yeah. But then, do you remember Jerry, Emma, and Jem? Jem, that song was brilliant. It was brilliant. Really good. I think it was a song for you, yeah. song for her. Yeah. Um, But I want more music. I want a TV show. Mm-hmm. I want something. I We have unfinished business. Yeah. I'm not, Me and you, bitch. Yeah. Outside now, bitch. Business. So, well, Mel C's music at the moment is cracker. Mm. So, like, the, the ability to get some good music in there is yeah. easy. Like, she's doing great stuff so yeah. and i felt fucking hard done by when they said that spice world was the soundtrack to the movie because the album came out before the movie yeah so like usually they coincide together yeah so now there should have been extra or a bonus edition or something mm-hmm. and you know what pop art pop acts are like they yeah. record loads yeah. so some stuff doesn't make what about all the b-sides give us more songs yeah yeah yeah. or like even i just want to see generation next performed live the pa- yeah. pepsi song yeah and they were and now i have to say like i loved the concert but some of it was a bit of a stretch weren't they? they were trying to like pull up songs that really didn't exist no you know like that we're the spice girls yes indeed yeah oh, come on now girls <laughs> like come on Where's headlines? <laughs> Where's headlines? <laughs> they don't want to perform that. That's no, because sure. friendship does end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, in other news, 
TV-wise, mm. Handmaid's Tale is back, Pose is back, and you watch neither of those things. I have watched Pose. Uh, I watched up to mid-second season, and then... I just, I, I just, I zoned out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they lose. Sometimes so yeah. I'll, I'll be committed to a show and then I'll just drop out. Yeah. Well, Pose, by the way, looks like it's had a little bit of a step up again. I watched it this morning. Yeah, it just looks, the quality is pretty gorgeous. Yeah. But again, it's quite harrowing. So is Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. And in a pandemic, it's kind of even harder to watch. Yeah. However, backstage at Pose, there's lots of drama going on. Really? Like, with Janet Mock. Oh, um, yeah. They did some sort of event and... It, it, it kind of sounds like she had some sort of breakdown as part of the event. Oh. She admitted to infidelity with the cast member that she's going out she's with. She's gone out with that, with the, is it? I think it's, is, is it Poppy or Angel? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Poppy. And uh, she made him Angel stand- is his name in real life. Angel uh, something. And he made, um, made him stand up and be like, you know, I'm not losing you to this. But apparently it was an affair with someone on the crew oh, as wow. well. She talked about um, how much money she's making and that, you know, it's not good enough, basically. Mm. Uh, and talked about the writing process and how, like, they'd taken on some people that she didn't think were the right people. Yeah. Full on. So she was supposed to be on Good Morning America the next day and then they pulled that appearance. Oh. Mm-hmm. See, I think as well when when there's such a niche show like that and a, a viewpoint that yeah. is so kind of um, sensitive, yeah. I think that if it's not delivered in the right way or people can be, people, like it's like the stuff that's going on with Caitlyn Jenner now and mm. all that, like different people are coming out with different opinions and all this mm. kind of stuff. Like it's a very sensitive topic. Oh, very Landmines, like, yeah. like, and you say the wrong thing or it's it's tricky one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but the, okay, whatever about the, mm. you know, not the Caitlyn, sure I'm not talking about the Caitlyn Jenner. Making sure you're getting yeah. paid properly to talk about your infidelity at a promo. Just, option, yeah. uh, like, now don't get me wrong, if I was there, I'd be like, this is fucking juicy. juicy. Yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd be like, oh, this is good. Yeah. But it's a bit, it, it kind of overshadows their work in yeah, a weird way. Do you know what I mean? Although, although that being said, maybe it is a little bit of PR. Maybe it's a little bit of a push. The new season just started. Ooh, I like that angle. Yeah. 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 Oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What can we do then between you and me? What, what drama can we like create? Uh, <laughs> we can, we do we do enough drama to be honest. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Oh, and do you know what I watched? Actually, I think you and I sent it to you, but I don't know if you watched it. Go on. I think um, was it a documentary. It was. No, didn't watch it. No, this is amazing. This is not like it's actually a film, mm-hmm. but it's kind of filmed like a documentary. It's a, it's called Tempest Tempest Storm. Oh yeah, you did. And it's me about that. the world's oldest burlesque dancer. Oh yes, and yes. she has had an amazing career. Like mm-hmm. she's like Dita Von Tees and everything was in it. And it's talking about kind of when she started burlesque. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like drag. Yeah, very draggy, mm-hmm. like, uh, but it was taken kind of like you know taking your clothes off, but in a really sexy way back in the fifties, and uh-huh. and just her beginnings. But it was about her as a person, really. Yeah, and quite incredible story. And she had like um, affairs with JFK. Ooh. She was girlfriend with, uh, with Elvis. Was he a ride? By the way, was JFK a bit bit more right? I he was you know sexy because he was powerful, powerful and sexy. Yeah, yeah. I, like I would have definitely Elvis was cute. Elvis was yeah. Yeah. So she uh-huh. and she was beautiful. She was beautiful, and she was still burlesque dancing up till she only died two weeks ago. That's why they released the film. It's on YouTube, actually, mm-hmm. kind of in her honor, mm-hmm. and it had won lots of like awards. And it's very heart wrenching because she sac- it goes well into her life and what made her become how she is today. And it's very interesting. I would definitely, if you like a good, yeah. uh, you know, factual moment, yeah. And it's it's culturally interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 
Okay, uh, one to watch. And The Mayor of Easttown, I'm into as well. Oh, I'm waiting until Kay that Winslet. is finished. I want yeah. like every episode to be out. So episode one was a bit meh. Then mm-hmm. episode two was great. And then episode three was a bit meh again. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But I love the cast. And you know Guy Pierce is in it yeah, as well from love Priscilla. Guy I didn't realise that till last night. Yeah. And Kate Winslet, of course, is amazing. Mm-hmm. The cast is brilliant. I just... I. I'd like it to be a little bit quicker. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But who knows? I'm, I'm it's only a limited series, so yeah. like, get a move on. I'm still sticking with it, though. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch a new um, like gay genre movie with Stanley Tucci and oh, yeah. Colin Firth. I was very hungover that day, and it kind of deals with dementia and oh, this yeah, no. older gay couple in a van. And when it got to the point where Stanley Tucci was, went missing for a bit, okay. I was like, no, I can't do this. I just can't do this. He so had I dementia, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's horrible. And I, mm-hmm. I know there's so many people kind of struggling out there. Like my granny suffered with dementia really bad and, and mm-hmm. we got her just in time. She didn't suffer for that long. Okay. But I remember like there was one time when uh my granddad woke up in the middle of the night and she was she wasn't in the bed mm-hmm. and he went downstairs, no sign of her, and this is at like five o'clock in the morning, four mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. It was still dark, it was maybe four, mm-hmm. no sign of her anywhere. And he he was at his wit's end like this like they were yeah. there, like like yeah. late 70s yeah. and he opens the door very upsetting very upset and we of course then like i don't like think they had a landline but you know he'd be the kind of person to have to like look for someone's phone number mm-hmm. and you know it's just so he just instinctively went out and was like where would she go yeah and he kind of was like she never walked to the like she'd always go the certain way so he just by chance start walking yeah. and just found her wandering and she was coming back home she was going to mass oh no way and she'd walked to the church and mm-hmm. the church was locked mm-hmm. and she had like her nightdress on oh, and God. her and her coat and she was so confused about why the sh- church was closed yeah, yeah. and it was it was just awful. Like it was, yeah. it was so sad. It was like things like that kind of kept happening. And then, then she got sicker. So she ended up kind of being bed bound and, and mm. like it didn't go on too long, but there was so many times we were so worried sick. Of course. But there was actually kind of funny moments as well though. Yeah. Like cause you go through things, but I think anyone would tell you like this times are really sad and you're just mm-hmm. like, God. And then she'll do, kind of silly things you're yeah. just like that it kind of makes you laugh and you're like mm-hmm. like I remember she was making stew and she used to make amazing stew and she'd like serve it up or whatever but mm-hmm. she, put, like, she put apples in the stew oh my god but my granddad was like he was so kind of like in denial about it he just like ate the apples oh, in the stew I mean that's true love yeah but it was like those little things that uh like they always kind of stay with you but mm-hmm. yeah it's an awful disease I, yeah. I can't I find very hard to watch things like that yeah I couldn't uh, yeah. Well, can I ask just about your granny was she do you think she was fully aware of it was or was it hard on her she'd she'd have days where she'd be fine mm-hmm. and she'd like you'd always want to make sure that she remembered you yeah and she that was the killer I think when she didn't know who you were mm-hmm. and then we me and her I was like we were very close like yeah. I loved my granny and uh, I was going to say I was her favourite. <laughs> my sister listens I think to this. If you're, yeah, but if you're not that grandchild who thinks that you were the favourite, then you're not doing something I right. Think, Do you, I, everyone thinks she, they're the favourite. I think she she had a soft spot for me in particular, I think. And uh, sorry, Christine, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was the favourite. I'm yeah. saying it, Laura. I don't care, Laura. I was the favourite. But I remember uh, one day she loved like scratch cards and like lot of tickets and things like that. And yeah. I remember bringing her up um, when she was in hospital, bringing her scratch cards. And she just turned she just didn't know who i was she was just like you know really horrible mm-hmm. like really like and that broke my heart i was like mm-hmm. that is that was the hardest thing that was it It was just so personal and it yeah. was just me and her and she yeah. was afraid and she it, so that was really difficult yeah of course um 
yeah it's like uh, i i I always miss her when i think think like my granny and granddad like i love them so much and they were so um pivotal in my life yeah um but yeah i hate seeing anyone go through that or when i hear someone like because i know what it's like it's so hard on the family it's oh it's a killer it's like losing someone twice Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. awful well, yeah, I mean, if you can if you can stomach that kind of content, maybe check yeah. out that film, but it wasn't for me. But I think, let's lighten the mood for a yes, second. Yes, please. Let's do a little wetter of the week. Now, I, I don't have one, so who, who who are you bringing up? Because I'm going to Google nummies. them. Nummies. Okay, so I was thinking, so uh, I was going to say another sportsman, but I thought that was going to be too niche. So I thought yeah. we should really mix it up here at Wetter of the Week. Um, now, we did ask you last week to submit some of your Wetters of the Week. I did. Um, yeah, and we, so what we are looking for is if you yourself want to be a wetster of the week if you want to submit a, a gas photo mm-hmm. or something tell us why you should be wetter of the week we'll give you a little post a little shout out on social media mm-hmm. and reshare your your thirstiness yeah but i don't know if you guys have checked out wetter of the week this week is <clears throat> celebrity hairstylist extraordinaire chris appleton Chris Appleton. Okay, Chris I'm getting the Appleton. Google out because I've never okay. heard of him. And I'm going to so, give you my honest Chris reaction. is an English hairdresser who is based in the States who has worked oh. with Ariana, the Kardashians, uh, Jennifer Lopez for the Super Bowl. He is... D-lish. Yes. Oh. Like, absolutely... Lovely jaw. As Phyllis Lautner would say... Stunningly beautiful. Stunningly oh. beautiful. Yes. So do check him out on Instagram. He is our wetter of the week. He will... Uh, ride your heart and do your hair. So. <laughs> Gay or straight? Well, see, he has a daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has a wig wardrobe, as you can see. He has a wig photo. wardrobe, so he's... T- Sold. I'll take yeah. the wig wardrobe as now well. That means that his daughter is of age, so she can kind of go off and do her thing. So she's no crime babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, it's it's not really public knowledge. He doesn't really allude to it. But my guess mm-hmm. is maybe... Okay, mm. well, let's have a, a, a quick submission. Someone I don't know is a sports star. Yes. This person wants to remain, remain anonymous okay. for whatever reason. Okay. And they've said Kevin McManaman, yes. who's a Dublin forward. Yes. Um, they actually spotted him out and about in real life and I... said that he was very cute. Yeah. Looks like a burly hedgehog. Mm. So uh, he submitted this photo for us here. I met him in the George. Oh. Yeah, I have a photo. But I was sitting on the, actually, I think I was lying on the bar. And I basically tried to. He is no, he is handsome. He's is very. He? he is. I was going to say he's not no, my type. He now. is a wetter of the week. He maybe not your type, but mm-hmm. definitely like I'd be doing. You know the headbanger from Dancing on Ice on his neck. <laughs> I'd have my legs around his neck, and he'd be spinning me around George's Street. <laughs> um, okay, so this person says he sings with yeah. and is in some band that yeah. gigs in Devitts. The only ick factor is that it's trad music. <laughs> oh. And I, I, you had me till then, Kevin. Mm-hmm. You had me till then. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I now know why this person wants to remain nameless. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Kevin also, check them out on yeah, Google. Yeah, Kevin, uh, and they, they won the San Maguire, wasn't it? No, that's, was it San Maguire? Uh, he's Dublin forward, so if that's what they win, then maybe. Well, he won the, the GAA All-Ireland. The stuff All that Ireland. you can put your vodka in yeah. and drink out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you up the lads, you up the lads. <laughs> Guys, okay, it is time for a petty promotional moment, you guys. Uh, If you have not checked us out on Patreon, loads of you now have. We've got an amazing petty community on our Patreon of people who are thirsty for more content. Uh, If you'd like to get over there, you can see videos such as uh, this next week, we're going to be reacting to an old drag video of ours called Ask a Dublin Drag Queen. It's almost a decade old, and we want to see how we reacted, what our makeup was like, all of that good juicy stuff. We want to do a shout out for our Patreon Patreon person of the week, and mm-hmm. it is the lovely Leanne McCarthy. We oh, love Leanne. Hi, Leanne. 
uh, we love you so much and we, Leanne works in theatre as well and I yes. know uh, she is desperate to get back to work as we she all are. She is back. She messaged me oh, during the week. Back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, good. they're just doing stuff, getting the venue ready, things Very like good. that. Okay. But um, I'm excited for all those people who have been like, it's been a long year for them too. Yeah. But uh, Leanne, thank you for joining us over yeah. there. Any free tickets? <laughs> she actually offered you free Lovely, tickets. Lovely, She said if there's nothing coming up oh, that we'd love to see. Leanne, we see each other. We see each other. And uh, also, if you uh, just want to be our four-year-old tier, you get mm-hmm. bonus episodes of the podcast every month. Um, talk about yeah. our upcoming well, shows, though. Well, I'd also just like to say as well, a big shout out to Ollie. Ollie, who lives in London. Uh, Ollie used to come out on the scene from the Glitz days. And Ollie has just got onto the podcast in lockdown. Mm-hmm. He's been a bit like... Is he red hair? Red hair. Yeah, yeah. love Ollie. Ginger. He's dancer. Been dancer. Yeah. Well... Of sorts. <laughs> uh, Ollie now lives in the UK and Ollie has binged our podcast. Um, he's like 20 episodes in. Wow. He's balls deep and still a blank. <laughs> Love that. And he said that his boyfriend is even into it. So hi to Andrew and Ollie over in London. I think you're in London. Mm-hmm. Um, and see, just by sharing the podcast with that one extra person, yeah. it makes all the difference. So uh, he, we have enriched Ollie and Andrew's life and Absolutely. probably their relationship. So tell one friend about this podcast. Here, just you, share it. Do you think they've written while listening to the podcast? I hope so Ooh. let's get it on Ooh, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so th- that's uh, remember just to tell and share mm-hmm. the love yeah absolutely and if you one more thing if you're a patron mm-hmm. there's a free event on tonight over on our Patreon yes. you sign up from anything from 2 euros and you can join us from 9pm tonight for our private event but uh, we have a charity fundraiser which we will be telling you about at the end of this episode as well mm-hmm. so listen out for that too it's, something yeah, special it's a really big on. fun event we are very excited about mm-hmm. But uh, let's take a little break. We'll be back with a special guest. Who have we got lined up? We have the fabulous Detox from RuPaul's Drag Race. Ooh. An iconic all-round drag queen. Yeah, Coming next. Okay, you guys. Next up, we have a gorgeous special guest. According to New York Magazine, she is the 14th most powerful drag queen in America. <laughs> Detox. <laughs> 14 is my favorite number. I love it. 14th. That's, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I, you know, I, those things are always so strange and bizarre to me. The, the ratings, like who decides yeah. who does what? I mean, it's, I, it's obviously like flattering or whatever, but like who, who decides? Like who, is there a room full of like cis white men that are like, you know who I think is <laughs> Well, imagine being 13. That'd be very unlucky, wouldn't it? <laughs> right. I mean, you say flattering, but those photos were that drag con lighting, which to be honest, those, fla- those photos were not flattering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no retouching, but... no changing of the lighting. Um, everyone was like up close. It was like mug shots. I, they were very mugshotty, but you know what? That's I can't remember the photographer's name, but I know like I've seen his work before, and that's like what he's known for is that kind of like just raw, on like you know trying to what's his name capture... and I'll block him. <laughs> 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 that's Not his stick, so whatever. Uh, come here, listen. So good to have you and to actually see you and to interact. It's been so long. It feels like we were just about to kind of get into it before we even started recording. How have you been through all this madness? Girl, it's been it's been wild. I mean, she's had her moments of like mm. complete um, spiraling. Several actual, several moments <laughs> of like, complete just the spiraling. Well. <laughs> um, it has been it has been a very interesting journey. I mean, at least things are. I mean, they're not getting back to normal here, but things are now that everyone is getting vaccinated and, and things are opening up. It's becoming a little bit more. Um, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Where for a long time there, I couldn't. Um, yeah. But even, but even then, it's still like, you know, I'm fully vaxxed and it's, I'm barely getting back to work. But even going back to work, it's still scary. 
scary and and, and do you still um, get the you know, vaccination because we're still there's still so much that we just don't know do you still get the vaccination just right that's why i look just, so just right. I, I hear what you're doing <laughs> i need it can't you see can oh, you see the birkin bags <laughs> <laughs> oh well i'm glad and i'm glad you haven't had too many braces we've had our, our own fair share so i think it's across the board everyone has been kind of feeling it and mm-hmm. it's just about how you kind of come out of it and how you handle it so yeah i'm glad you're doing good yeah we, I, you know what we've spoken about this and we worked like crazy before all this and we thought after this last year what do we really want to go back to because mm-hmm. you know we might take on somebody's crazy birthday party before that we didn't want to but we're going on vacation the next day or bits like that and we're like okay right. what do we want have you thought about that Oh, 100%. It's put a lot of things in perspective, especially when it comes to like the way that I used to schedule myself. And I'm a workhorse, you know, and I've, I've been I've been touring. I mean, even before Drag Race, I, I worked almost every night. And then as soon as I got on Drag Race, it was like before I even got on Drag Race. And you broke up there I just can, for one I can second. edit it. If it breaks just, up, I'll just yeah. edit it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I lost my voice last week. And so and it's like very <laughs> slowly coming back. So it's like, I'm still a little bit coarse, on vocal rest. <laughs> yeah, I was on vocal rest for most of the week. Actually, <laughs> we're still a little. We still sound a little prepubescent. That's okay. Um, but I, you know, I'm a workhorse, and it's just like so. It's it's a. Uh, um, it has put a lot of things into perspective about like how to like treat my body, how to like not overwork myself. You know, it, it made me realize how much I enjoy being a homebody, even though my home situation at the moment for anyone who's following me on social media has not been the best. I bought a fab house three years yeah. ago. I started renovating it right before, you know, the, we decided to start renovating it right before the pandemic hit. And then during the pandemic is when um, all the work started being done. And then here we are a year later and they're still up there. They actually just got back yesterday to start working. Uh, yeah. Um, Mind you, they're only here because I had to drag them online on social media. <laughs> yes. Well, listen, that's what it's good for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, my friend, my friend Kieran, uh, when I said that we were going to talk to you today, he said, oh, please ask her, is there an update on the off-center toilet? Because he has been losing sleep about the toilet. Um, they're custom the tiles. Toilet. Get, okay, so my general contractor, I don't even know if he's here because I literally just woke up. I'm, I, I hear them working in the room right now, but the doors are shut. I haven't even checked on them this morning, but he showed up yesterday for the first time and, and two months maybe two three months um obviously the only reason he showed up was because they had to tag him online and, and which i didn't want to do but yeah you know it's frustrating and, and at least i you know i'm starting to get some work done now but i mentioned the toilet i'm like this is you know it's all a new build like everything was was in that room was taken down to the studs so we can do and he had the plans in the beginning uh you know everything was was customizable so he's like yeah. oh there's oh there was a re- there was an excuse that the, the toilet was censored, and I was like, "How? What? In what fucking world? When it's a custom build, mm-hmm. yeah. is it not done correctly?" He's not <laughs> and a, for so many. He's not an Irish builder by any chance, is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> they have a reputation for being really bad like a small job putting up a shelf takes about three months <laughs> um, like, he is ginger so maybe <laughs> <laughs> we're obsessed with housewives and they all like to call their houses like something special so like Moore Manor is Kenya yeah. Moore's house have you given um, this new mansion of yours or we're calling it a mansion I have no idea what size it is uh, a little name well with everything that's been going on here and all of the construction I have um, but grudgingly started calling it the crack mansion because it looks like a crack house in here, but it is a large house. So I keep calling it the crack mansion. I'm sure once I fall back in love with it, I'll call it something much more fabulous than more me. But and do you still have the pool? Are you keeping the pool? The, oh, the pool's in there, but the pool's going to get a whole facelift too. But I'm, I'm, I've been so traumatized by this experience that I don't want to, I don't want to touch any of the other big yeah. projects for a while. Yeah. Until I'm at least back on the road. Like, I mean, that's been one of the main things too is living in the house while the construction's been going on, and and not really being like so much of me settling into the house um, revolves around that room being finished. So yeah. it's like. I just feel like I'm in limbo here. So that's been a, a huge source of the spiraling. The election was a huge source of the spiraling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. It has been a bit of like pandemic aside. There's been a whole lot going on. <laughs> and you it's haven't broke. It's been a wild year. Yeah, absolutely. For everybody. Well, you, one thing you did touch on there that I just kind of want to go back to, like, and I know everybody that's probably listening knows you from Drag Race and that's where you're, like, where you're most known from. But what what was your life before Drag Race like? That's what I want, always wanted to ask. What were you doing? What was the life of detox? Um, it was wild. You know, I was, I was, I, I moved around a lot, um, but like, the, I guess maybe, when did we film Drag Race? Maybe like three or four years into my, into my move to LA. I was, I was, you know, constantly working. I was, yeah. a, a, you know, professional. It was like my full-time job. Um, it was a struggle, obviously, because, you know, LA is expensive. Yeah. Um, and where had and you moved from? So you'd moved from you moved to LA from. I moved from Florida, okay. where I'm originally from. But okay. my my parents um, moved us around a lot when we were kids. We were in the. My dad was part of the State Department in Lockheed Martin, so he moved around basically every two years. So we didn't really have um, much of a, a like a home base yeah. anytime during our childhood. So um, we just you know. I think that's why I yeah. like traveling and everything like that. It's so easy for me because yeah. I was already so nomadic before. Like yeah. I just kind of grew up as a nomad. You're always um, the chill but, person. Like for when it's backstage, no matter what kind of comes at you. I mean, maybe you feel differently about this, but like having spent so much time with so many of the girls, people refer to you as like kind of tour mom backstage. Like, and, and when other girls who are just experiencing this for the first time are, you know, going through it, I've noticed that you, you're very much, you know, a calming presence and kind of showing them the way, but also while holding uh, your back because your back <laughs> was giving you lots of trouble on the last <laughs> tour. Oh my God, my back. Mm-hmm. Oh my yes. <laughs> So I'm go- actually going to the chiropractor right after. Oh my god, your neck, your back, back, your crack house. <laughs> like... Honey, the pussy and the crack are fine because they haven't been touched in so long. But <laughs> the neck and the back are still fine. Uh, thank you for saying that because that's always so like, I, I, I kind of do refer to myself as the as the tour mom too. And I don't know how I even like the, that role became my role because everyone else always knows me too as like the crazy party girl. Like I, I like to go and have a good time and I like to make sure everyone else is having a good time. 
but there also is like this part of me that is, you know, I'm, I am very committed to my work and I, and I like to show up and I like to do a good job and I like everyone to have a great time. And I like the environment for all of us mm -hmm. on tour, especially when we're big groups to like, to be fun, but to make sure everyone is taken care of and accommodated for, yeah. um, because what we do is hard work. Right. I mean, and, and even when you're really sick, because you have been in Dublin one time, I mean, I can edit this out. Oh my you, God, that one trip when to... I was so sick. Yeah, you you literally yeah. Um, had to say goodbye to the toilet for about two hours, come do the gig, and bless you, you did it, you got through it, but you were very ill. Yeah, she's a professional. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's got, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And especially when you're like on tour like that, like you don't really get sick days. You just have to kind of push yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not really fun, but you got to do it. Yeah. And you were saying like, so you, when you'd moved from Florida to LA and you were, you were like hustling there and like, you know, working, making it work. What was the, has the scene changed so much from, from then to now? Like was Drag Race a thing at that time or what was it like around that time? Drag Race had just started, like we had, um, they had just started casting for season one when I moved to LA. Like mm -hmm. it was one of the first things that I was starting to audition for actually. Um, and the scene, I, I think the scene has totally changed. Um, uh, I don't know whether it was a good thing or a bad thing, but it was, um, I don't know, there was just something that was so vibrant and alive and energetic and and crazy. Like we were all just young kids hustling. Was that in the Nazis? what we were doing. Was it was, no, it was in, uh, I think I moved, I moved there in 2008, January okay. 2008. And I actually moved to LA without the intention of doing drag anymore. Oh, I've been wow. doing drag already for um, like five or six years in Florida. And it was just like, you know, it was again, a really, like a real struggle and a hustle. Nobody really understood yeah. the kind of drag that I did. I was very like ambiguous and androgynous and um, nobody really knew where to kind of put me, especially in the Southern, like Southern drag is mm -hmm. very like your classic, you know, old school kind of drag. And I was a little bit of more <clears throat> of a wild club kid and, and, and very gender, gender fucky and just yeah. like kind of in your face and doing really weird things. And I think when I moved to LA, but a lot of, you know, they hadn't really seen anything like me in LA. And I think that yeah. that really resonated with people. And it, you know, I did a couple of like little local contests and, um, and Jackie beat shows. And I think just after like two or two or three performances, everyone kind of fell in love with me and started, booking me in all the shows and yeah. casting me in music videos and it was just kind of like a kiss like you know the right place right time kind of thing in it and do you think like around <laughs> you know that time i think even in music and stuff like around like the like the kind of mid like late noughties like the music was banging i think it was a, even here mm -hmm. drag felt like it was a real moment at that era for some reason i was thinking yeah. like 2007 2008 is like a fab time in you drag in ireland by the way the first queen who does that song is the queen who owns essentially the owns the song yeah so there mm -hmm. was a day where rihanna released we found love at 9 a.m and i went and did that song at like say 7 p.m <laughs> and davina davina turned to me and goes oh so rihanna's now sending you pre-release copies of her album is that what's going on here <laughs> yeah it was like you know, you own the music rights, the publishing, you own it all. It's hers. She takes it. <laughs> Even if they're terrible. <laughs> yes. I love that because that is not the way of the States, girl. No, you'll, not at you'll all. You'll see girls do the same number in the same show and just be like, wow, well, watch what I'm doing. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm going <laughs> to do it right. And terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a little bit different now. Now I think there's like, I don't think anyone gives any fucks now, which is kind of great. Like, because it was that kind of like the race and you'd be like this doing the song, you know, covering your mouth. Blah, 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 you know, like, uh -huh. <laughs> just, to make it count yes true that <laughs> but uh 
but yeah, no, I, I definitely think that drag was it was a definite moment. And what was what was the scene like there, with, like before you arrived? Like, what kind of queens was? Because you know, you were saying kind of southern. Just for people that kind of wouldn't know the the way kind of the states drags kind of work, as in like the, mm-hmm. you're saying southern's a bit more kind of pageanty. What was? It's, yeah, it's very like it's very classic, very glam, very pageanty. Lots of lots of trans performers, which I grew up with. Like you know, a lot of my mentors were trans women, um, and. And then there was a, a, a part of my life early on into like my drag where I, you know, once, especially once I started getting work done where I was like, am I trans? Should I start transitioning? Did a couple hormone shots. I didn't feel like it was for me at the time. Mm. Um, but I feel like, you know, being brought up in that, that community and learning from some of the best in the business and some of these like amazing, you know, former Miss Continentals and, and Carmela Marcelo Garcia, who was a legendary MC RIP, um, you know, they also kind of yeah. took me under their wing and taught me the way. And I feel like a lot of that too, like my, my upbringing in Southern drag culture yeah. um, really helped me to where I am now because there's still like such an appreciation for it. And there's like, an, you know, I just, I just love the history of drag in the States. Um, and yeah. I think that a lot of that has been lost in translation as the years have gone by and this drag race has gotten more successful. Like a lot of that, that kind of magic is kind of, you don't hear about it anymore. You don't yeah. see it that much anymore. And a lot of those people are, are unfortunately passed on. Mm. So I think that, you know, I always love going back home to Florida because it kind of reminds me of where I came from. And it always makes me want to do like old school drag. I and I get that. reinvigorated and re-inspired by it. And I think it's important for somebody like, you know, with the kind of platform that I do have to continue and like to teach that legacy and to mm-hmm. to like showcase all like you know i always like to share old like continental videos or old videos of my favorite performers i'm seeing if they especially if they passed on just to be like you know this is where our history is here in the states and the kind of drag that we do make sure you guys are still yeah i aware think of, of ba- where we come from and why drag race is what it is absolutely because i think now it's like especially the drag race factories like churning out so many queens it's like almost sometimes hard to keep up and there is such a vast amazing culture of drag and all different genres like remember when youtube mm-hmm. kind of started up and you would like kind of look on you just type in drag <laughs> you know it's youtube <laughs> right. and, and like all these like amazing kind of um new york icons would be kind of like kim aviance and you know all these mm-hmm. kind of nightlife people that people now some people might not even be aware of but like there was such a legacy and kind of like the club kids and all that scene was just so massive yeah. even on like daytime yeah, like- talk shows and all over there in the states the club kids were like a super huge inspiring part for my earlier like upbringing too because i was so obsessed with electro clash music and like anything that was like dirty and raw and edgy and and, yeah. and wild and in your face and um and in florida surprisingly they actually had like a really big club kid community too they like and i i kind of always teetered between those two genres and i always feel like that is like you know that amalgamation of, of crazy influences it's really helped me in my in my career yeah. and then the style of drag that i do um and you find those little pockets everywhere like there's even even all over the states like there's so many different kind of regional kind of drag mm-hmm. that um are all different and eclectic and i and that's what i love about traveling all over the world too is like anytime that i have a chance or a night off i like to go you guys like i love coming to see your guys' yeah. show because it's we always so fun and over yeah <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do because i just love drag so much and it's yeah. like and i've I love going to see like all over the world what what people are doing and like with their drive. and yeah. yeah and it's just it's just a really because it's you know ultimately whether you've been on Drag Race or you are a local girl like we're all local girls yeah. you mm-hmm. know like at the end of the day we are all local girls yeah. that have just 
gotten lucky enough to have an opportunity to be on the show and so it's always great for me to like go like, like the way not even yeah. necessarily get back to my roots but yeah. like just to go enjoy fun drag yeah, yeah, yeah and of all the places that you visited i think i kind of know the answer to this but yeah. of all the places that you visited where is your top like where's your your favorite place to go i think i know the answer but <laughs> Um, it's hard because I love. There's so many places that I love, and I've met so many friends. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like with all the years traveling. Very attractive friends, going. by the way. Can I just very say, beautiful friends? Because when, like when to you took us with... out in Stockholm for for some food, I was just gonna say Stockholm's Ooh, one of my favorite places. That to a, go. That's what I was taught you were gonna say. I was I instantly felt like gonna a say toe. I felt like an ugly toe surrounded by all these very attractive <laughs> men. <laughs> oh my god, I'm obsessed with. I'm, obsessed, I'm, I'm dying to go to Stockholm. It's definitely like on my list. I went out with this Swedish guy years ago. And he had the silkiest balls ever <laughs> still to this day i swear to god like they were like you know it's something salt, in the water i tell you it's um, something in the water there fuck absolutely <laughs> like get me on a viking boat and i will paddle to fucking Stockholm. <laughs> but you you really do you go out you experience the cultures which and you know that's really hard because you're really tired so to actually it force yourself tough. to go out it's hard. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I, a lot of times I don't have an opportunity to do that because I'm in like a, a different city every night. But anytime that I have like a day off or, mm-hmm. or, or something, I always try. And like, you know, like we've become such good friends over the years. And um, I, I have so many friends all over the place. And I, I just love to go out and support their work and support, you know, support. it's just fun for me. And mm-hmm. I just, I have a great time too. Yeah. yeah it yeah. does become overwhelming sometimes, you know, because obviously like, you know, a lot of times I would just want to go and support and like have fun and, and relax yeah. and, and that gets difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also never want to like um, be a spectacle and like take away from whatever's going oh, on yeah. because that could happen as well too. Yeah. So, but, but in most places people are, are pretty respectful. Yeah. Cool. Well, speaking of influences, like we couldn't not mention Roisin Murphy. Firstly, yes. she's one of our own. And secondly, you have developed not only a relationship, but it seems a friendship with her. I mean, Firstly, she's a magical human. That music is amazing. What is the Truly. tea there, though? True. I mean, I've loved her since Maloko. You know what I mean? Like, I, she's been, like, just the music. I'm a, I'm a huge lover of music. And she puts out some of the best music. And, the, I mean, let's not even go into the album last year, which was, like, which got me fucking through that pandemic. So amazing. Amazing. Um, but, you know, be, to be such a huge supporter and then... Um, and then have the chance to, to like meet her and get to know her and, and um, become a little closer has, has been really crazy and really inspiring and really awesome. And I wouldn't have, um, I don't think I would have been able to have that opportunity if it weren't for um, the year that Mayhem and Morgan and I were on tour over in the UK and in Ireland and everything. And we, we found out that Roisin was doing a show and it was Mayhem's birthday and Mayhem is a huge Roisin fan. Yeah. So we were like, we have to, we, you know, obviously we have to surprise Mayhem and go to the concert. And then, so of course we were stalking her on Twitter, like we're coming to see you, we're coming to see you, we're coming to see you. And she had no choice but to notice us. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then, you know, a couple years later when Loverboy reached out to do that article, um, they asked, they asked her to do, uh, uh, you know the photo shoot and article um, centered around drag, and she said, "I'll do it if if we can involve detox." Oh, and wow, and which I know, I mean, I I don't think I've responded to an email faster. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Is there any interest?" I said, "Yes." Just, and it was like, you know, it was almost like hanging out with an old friend. Like she's just so chill, yeah. so funny, so like I mean, 
just the energy is amazing um and it's just incredible and then you know we see each other yeah a couple times since every time i come over there i saw her go she went to work the world and she basically documented your whole day your whole number (laughs) the works she was on the the vv vip meet and greet experience with detox that day she was we were doing our, our uh our rehearsal like our blocking and everything at the venue um, and they're like, do you have a guest in, in your dressing room? And I was like, oh, okay. And I go back there and she's just like sprawled out on the couch and like right. taken, had taken over my speaker and was like playing music. I was like, I am living. Like, yeah. it was that so much cool. fun. Amazing. So, yeah. um, speaking so of music, obviously you have put out like quite a body of music, but I've always been curious and I've never really had an opportunity to ask someone. So I'm going to ask you, beyond the fact that it's amazing to make music and music is your passion, is there actually potential to make money out of drag music these days because the the pressure to put out these videos these major visual moments i'm just guessing that they are costing thousands and thousands of dollars and um and then the kids are really waiting for those visual moments as well so it is right yeah it is and you know like i mean i don't consider myself a musician by any means like i I put out music because it's fun and obviously it's always great to have content especially when you're on tours and it's great to have like your own content that you own there really isn't a ton of money in it unless um unless you have like you know a good label behind you or whatever you have somebody putting up the money Mm -hmm. because everything is you know even even the the, just the recording of the music alone can be thousands and thousands of dollars per song, mm-hmm. you know, just with engineering and and paying the producers and, and then not even going into the music video, which could be thousands and thousands of dollars. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. It's worth it for the content, but we, um, you know, you're lucky if you recoup the money, I think for some of us, right. if you don't have that, like, you know, yeah. if you don't have like a huge musical following. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Trixie, obviously it does pretty well. Um, and, you know, she also, you know, writes all her own stuff plays a lot of her instruments like those things really help when it comes into like production of music and licensing and everything because you are fully in ownership yeah everything for sure yeah and she turns out really great like you know uh, her music especially is like such a different it's not drag music you know what i mean it has its very own niche market which is a niche market that has not been like it hasn't been tapped before in the Mm -hmm. drag world and i think that that is really really amazing and inspiring and, and it's so cool to see like her her flourish in that realm yeah especially as a queer person like in a, in a folk kind of music setting like to have a queer person be like you know so revered it's really awesome to see it's it's great i think as well that just when you're saying about trixie i think that that people can use drag race kind of almost as a vehicle to kind of do different projects and it definitely just feels like there's more it's not just drag you, you know per se as such there's all different avenues do you think that there's more of that kind of now like, oh, I think especially like the more mainstream it gets, the more, you know, the, the larger the show becomes yeah. and the more avenues that it reaches out to. There's so many, so many opportunities and potential for you to do all kinds of things. It just depends on, you know, the, if you have a really supportive team who mm. believes in you, who wants to back you up and, and, and figure out a way to support you. If you have the drive to do it, if you have, you know, it's been difficult. Like I've been focusing on a lot of other projects, especially during the pandemic, but it's also been very difficult because of everything being yeah. shut down. Like. You know, my sister and I have been writing our own. Um, we have a couple shows that we've been writing. We're also trying to pitch uh, a couple of reality shows based wow. on this house and based on, you know, <laughs> our projects that we've been doing. Um, and all of that has been very difficult, which has been a lot of interest in it. But um, there's just no production, really. And yeah. things are slowly starting to happen again now, yeah. which is great. Yeah, I love so, that. I mean, hopefully, fingers crossed, we can start navigating to that. Because I would love to do something that was still, <clears throat> excuse me, 
I would love to do something that still involved drag, but took like helps me off of the road as much. I don't want to really, after yeah. this is done, go yeah. back to incessantly touring because it really did take a lot out of me. Just, you yeah. know, not, not just physically, but emotionally and, uh-huh. and mentally. It is, it's taxing. I almost don't believe you saying that though. I know you're saying it and maybe you're trying to like manifest it. I don't it. believe it either, but <laughs> I am trying to manifest it for sure. Cause yeah. you know me, I'm a worker and I yeah. miss it. Like I really like, I'm excited to get back to work for sure. Yeah. You're you're uh, yeah, you're, a, you're a Shangela. You're a you're a Bianca. You are a Joan Rivers. You like to fill that diary up yeah. to the max. And also, you're not afraid to get up and work again, having slept for three hours. And all three of you have that in common there too. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Detox. I want to ask, like, because you've done Drag Race. Oh, she's throwing. She's, she's mic dropping. <laughs> um, you've done Drag Race now twice. And like you probably, I'm sure, have very different experiences both times because especially when you started, it was, you know, with season five and it was like compared to what it is now. And now, of Mm -hmm. course, there's like um, Drag Race UK, Drag Race Australia. Like, where do you think or where do you see it going? Like, or do you see it going much longer? I don't know. It's hard to say because it's like you can't you can't you can't not think that it'll be going on for a long time because they have so many new things coming up. So it's like, you know, why? why start winding it down when you're spreading out so much? Yeah. But also, um, I, I, I feel like in a sense of, it is becoming a little monotonous. Like, it's, uh, you know, the form, mm-hmm. I think a good shakeup is in, is in need. I don't know Who what do you that think shakeup would be. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle. No. <laughs> I only say that because she's always my go-to answer with anything about the track race. Uh-huh. Michelle, no, I love you, Michelle. We all love um, Michelle. We love Michelle. I, don't, I honestly I don't know, but I think that there definitely needs to be something because I think, you know, it's got, it's gone for so long and it's been successful for so long, but I also feel like so guys, we're going to just cut that there with detox. We're going to leave things, let it brew a little bit. If you want to catch the rest of that episode, do head over to our Patreon. We have lots of visual content and, of course, more interviews. Yeah, you can basically see our tits is what she's trying to yeah. say. Whoa, tits! Oh, you like these big titties. Oh, yeah, four. <laughs> but right now, we are going to move on and we're going to move on to our favourite time of the week. It is... Rotter of the Week On Fuzzy Little Things Right, so Rotters of the Week, let me see. I need to see your face because okay. I can always tell how excited you are to share your Rotters about my if Rotters. it's good. So okay. There's, okay, there's a, there's a mid smirk there, okay. so that there's something juicy in those notes. It's, uh, I'm not particularly rotted this week, I've been, I'm actually kind of in. Do you know what? I feel like this pandemic thing has been a total roller coaster, and I feel like some days you have really good days and really bad days, mm-hmm. and. I've been I've been on a quest for way for a while. I've been feeling quite good, feeling quite positive, and I think because maybe there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, it feels I feel in a, in a brighter space. Yeah. But that being said, you're still the same bitch. You always oh, have been. Always. Where you been, bitch? Still inside. <laughs> still inside. <laughs> uh, my favorite uh, thing to bitch about and to complain about this week is people who. Like, we are in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. We are very limited to our contacts and people that we can meet up with and social distance and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. People who constantly just say, oh, let's meet up. Yeah. Let's meet up. Oh, we should get together. We sh- I tell you, I've met so many people over the last couple of weeks, socially distant, outdoors. I've had catch-up coffees. I've had... Yeah. 
uh, like a couple of little tinnies here and there, yeah. like just to see people. And Any blowies? No blowies. Oh, no, no, Sister Mary Divine. Oh, <laughs> I was wondering why your lipstick was so perfect yeah, today. Yeah, oh, unsmudged. It's unsmudged. infallible by Max Factor. Thought might be in small Mickey's, but no, oh, no, no blowies. I got spooky pencils. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyone who, who claims they want to meet up or says, let's do something and then just never follows it through, yeah. it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. And because it's just like saying it for the sake of saying it. Yeah. Like, if you're going to say you're going to meet up with someone... Now, I see, this is the other thing. That's when this pandemic ends, your excuses are gone. Yeah. You won't be able to hide behind the global virus that's dr- making people drop dead in the streets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you'll have to get up off your arse and actually go meet these people or yeah. become face-to-face in the street and that'll be awkward. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, I know exactly that as well, but then there's been a few people that have asked me to meet up and then they never organise it, but I'm very thankful that they don't organise yeah. it. Yeah, no, and, and there is, there is like, listen, you have to take the small blessings there as well. There is the, yeah. the pluses, but but if you're going to say you're going to meet up with someone, mm-hmm. um, and there's a few culprits I know like that do it all the time. Mm-hmm. P- pre- is that post- that Aldi cake, funny? is it? Cuthbert? Cuthbert. The ca- caterpillar. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't mind meeting up with him. No, uh, there's only one man in my life, Percy Pig. <laughs> oh, I love a Percy. I love a per- Everyone loves love a, Percy. a Percy. Okay. Uh, What's your first rotter? My first one, I also have one submitted from, from a listener. Oh. McDonald's. <gasps> we have had okay. a long relationship with McDonald's. I'm yes. very, I'm a big fan. We big both fan. have. We both have. Yeah. And um, I. Old McDonald hoes. <laughs> it's very hungover. On my birthday, and I know everyone thinks you want a fancy meal on your birthday, no. but all I wanted was a McChicken sandwich yeah. meal last night. So I went down and I thought, you know what? I'm going to wait the extra minute yeah. and order cheese on this McChicken sandwich, oh, which no. I never would mm. because I'm hungry yeah. and want it faster. So I was like, oh, brilliant. I'm I, salivating actually listening to oh, this. Oh, it was, it was, it was <laughs> still you know, nice. The mayo is the best bit oh, of the McChicken, isn't is it? so good. Mm. And the crispy lettuce. Yeah. Um, and I took it out of the bag and it had the label on it to say, your cheese is on. I open up the burger. No cheese. I paid 30 cent for that oh. cheese. Where is the cheese? And the worst thing about like Uber Eats or Deliveroo is like the driver fucks it at you and just goes off. Gone. So you, you'd be like King Kong shouting at the end of the road. Do you know when King Kong's yeah. like boom, 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 boom. Well, I drove down to get it because I didn't want to wait oh. for the Uber Eats thing. And they get you all the time. So I did a stock check. Which branch is this? We're talking Name Ranula. and shame. Ranula here. Ranula? Oh, Rat Mines. Rat Sorry, Rat Mines. They're neighbours. Close years ago. <laughs> did. It was a good one though, to be it honest. It was, yeah. Because no one used to go to it. You Dead. Go and we, love like, it. we love a quiet zone. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I am no fool so before I left the Rat Mines McDonald's I opened the bag Yo. I'm gonna admit to you I really like sweet curry dip and I had yeah. ordered three of them and I did one yeah. two three lovely because obviously <laughs> there was six nuggets in the bag too yeah. uh, and then the chips were there the burger were there and the six nuggets were there and I was like great they haven't got me this time yeah. bitch you're not getting me <laughs> lo and behold they got me bitch oh yeah what I got you, you. Uh, I had a run in with McDonald's recently as well I was like all day I was like doing a couple of Zooms a couple of corporate things and mm. I just kept thinking oh god I've, I'm obsessed with those mozzarella dippers oh, so good oh. the, and the spicy tomato mm, sauce with it mm, beautiful mm, 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 mm. like keep your chapter ones keep your a la carte restaurants give me a mozzarella stick from McDonald's I am a happy girl this uh, is the only fans content that I want mm. from someone yum god my mouth is actually like <laughs> salivating thinking about it <laughs> uh, so I would, like put the order in and they always I'll always order like maybe like a milkshake or a little ice cream or something for like a little sweet treat for after yeah they will either never give me the drinks yeah. or the ice creams mm-hmm. or there will always be like the whatever the additional thing mm-hmm. is not there and the thing yeah. that I want the most is never there it's never there and it happened three times in a row now when I say to you 
the mail. You know, they're like, when I see that help yeah. button on the Uber Eats, yeah. I, I need to smash the screen <laughs> and press it hard. Help, help, help. Um, like people on the Titanic fucking wouldn't get as much help as like I, yes. like bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And I was sent off in capital letters. Mm-hmm. This happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call the restaurant, sort this out. <laughs> <laughs> Some fucker in the office. Did they respond? Like, they just refund you. Oh yeah, Which, that's still annoying. It's, it's not the very same. annoying because I'm like, I wanted the fucking crunchy McFlurry, or I yeah. wanted the mozzarella sticks, or I wanted whatever. You that wanted w- it all, and that's why you ordered yeah, it. I did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, to McDonald's, we say to you, stop. You're acting the bollocks. <laughs> stop acting the bollock Ronald stop acting the bollock Give the girls what they deserve yes. And that's the grub uh, The other thing that I want to talk about is Now this is a kind of controversial topic Because I know the personal services are closed mm-hmm. uh, I know the personal services will be reopening And let's face it Loads of people have been having sneaky haircuts yes. Right so that's okay. I'm not, I've nothing against that I'm okay. like I don't mind a little bend of the rules here and yeah. there I'm okay uh-huh. But Do you remember like The great MUA breakout that was mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. We've heard the coronavirus, you've heard the MUA breakout. Yeah. Now everyone is a fucking barber. Everyone is a barber. Everyone is a barber. Yeah. Like, if you've decided to pack in your job in the factory and go and work in a barber shop, like, there's a, a retail unit somewhere, Bally Go Backwards, that's free, that you can put a sink in, <laughs> put a chair in, <laughs> yeah. paint the walls while you open the doors, you've got a barber's and a business. What well, we now, have a saying about this. They'd open a barbershop on, on your, your back. back. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and some of these barbers, like, they should be actually more, they should be butchers, not barbers. Yeah. Because some of the fucking haircuts that I've Wrong. seen, like, now I know everyone's a bit, you get, this is the time to get away with it. Mm-hmm. But I've seen some real ropey, like, mm-hmm. trainee barber haircuts. So and I. there's a skill in it. Yeah. There's a skill in cutting hair. And sometimes people aren't yeah. good at it. And there's a skill in makeup and mm-hmm. all anything creative. And not everybody <laughs> should be cutting hair. Yeah, but there's also some barbers that just have one haircut in them. Yeah. So I saw, I was getting my haircut recently. Uh, well, not recently, whenever I was mm. in the shop. And this mother had her young child in yeah. who had lovely blonde mm. long hair. And she sat the child in the chair and the barber went, oh, well, what, what would you like? And she described it. And I remember watching and thinking, that's not what you're about to get. That no. girl has one haircut in her. And, and you're going to be very upset. Let's be real here, okay? Like I, I, I'm not saying that. Like I'm. Listen, I've lots of friends that are amazing hairdressers, and I've a lot of respect for mm-hmm. really creative people. But, but these people that literally, like, you know, yeah, shaving the side of your head, yeah. like one particular way that they just give everyone the same fucking haircut. Totally. That is not creative. That's being taught one thing and doing it on fucking everyone. Hundred percent. And yeah, so barbers. Beware. <laughs> Your cards are marked. I'll be in on the tent. Can Gosh. I speak to the manager, please? I am the manager. <laughs> of course you are. Could you open this on your back? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a listener submission for Rara of the okay, Week. And this is peasants who jump out of your way on the street because of Rona. Don't go outside and make people feel awkward if you're mm. afraid to get it. Oh, okay. It's quite simple. That's uh, from Dara Reynolds, by the way. Yeah, Dara. Uh, that's also quite harsh, Dara. Uh, but I, I can agree. And well, I actually made up my rudder a couple of week, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you know, it's when you everyone be out walking. There's a single file on the path. People were yeah. definitely a bit more tetchy then. 
Very much. Now so. everyone's fucking flooded. Everyone. Everywhere. Yeah. Everyone. Social what? Yeah. Distance where? Oh, no. <laughs> um, do you know what I did see actually though in Marion Square Park? It's really cute. They have um in the grass. They have like love hearts mm-hmm. painted into the grass. Okay. Like, but they're all socially distant, two meters apart. Oh, that's so real cute. Idea. It's really good idea. Okay. So Stick to your love hearts. So it keeps everybody in genius. Really good idea. Yeah. Um, they've also trimmed all the bushes because I reckon people were having sex and pissing the chimney. <gasps> <laughs> actually. Myself, Mizza, and Stephen Dowland met up for an outdoors alfresco uh, little chat together. And when I was walking to meet Mizza <laughs> and Stephen's green, she was walking along the railings and she just saw a white bare arse in the bush. And there was a oh. man, man having a shit in the bush. Oh. <laughs> That's so weird. I saw someone having a shit in Did a laneway the other week as oh well. My God. I was pulling out of a car park and then I literally turned my head to the right and I was yeah. like, this woman was just having a full-on shit. Well, I have to make a confession now. I re- I really did have to go, and I ran into the bush and seemed to be I like I couldn't yeah. hold it, but I didn't realize I ran into a bush a bush of brambles. Oh fuck! So I was like Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. My head was like this. I was like literally because I didn't want to like I was like Aurora in Sleeping Beauty. You know when you prick off a bramble, yeah. I was like, no, not getting me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we need more public toilets uh-huh. in town. There is no toilets. Like, yeah. And I know places are kind of closed, but like. It's going to be no different when things no are open. No different. It's no, not. It's not at all. No. Like, not at all. So get um, your shit together. I have th- one more that I'm not going to say is a rotter. <laughs> get murdered. Okay. A gasser. We'll call her a gasser. Mm, okay. You will you can decide whether you think it's a rotter okay. or not. Okay? I will tell you. And my summation of this is Irish people living in East London. Okay. Do you know what I mean by this? They uh, adopt a whole new personality. Okay, you'll have to elaborate more because okay. there's a lot of there is a lot of Irish living in London. Mm-hmm. So they hop off the flight. Okay, okay, with their bag in the back, mm-hmm. and that's it. New life for me. And is it just East London? In East, because East London guys are so specific. Do you know what I mean? Okay, they love uh, going in their little Adidas tracksuit bottoms okay. and their white socks is up this, around their ankles. Is this get the London look eyeliner yes. in between your teeth look? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> so it's very specific type. But then all of a sudden they're just totally different accents are changing okay and i'm like girl you are a 45 minute flight away from yeah. dublin right now like okay you're not down under at the moment yeah you're next door okay we um someone in our family um used to uh well actually had like emigrated and had a very big accent change and mm-hmm. it was always like a laughy matter like oh, just gas. how different the voice can change especially when it can change on and off mm-hmm. you know so like they'll come home and all of a sudden they're real Dublin and then they'll go away and they're like you know talking in their yeah. chosen accent so yeah I find that um, what's it selective accenting or something yeah. just like on and off it's weird well, some people it's definitely their ear just does it, it but this really, is a whole personality yeah, change well, I think that whole hipster douchebag vibe yes. isn't for me anyway yeah no no I'm not that. for a hipster douchebag moment that. no yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the end of our runners of the week I mean that was yes. quite a, a joy right, let's remind everyone yes. to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your mm-hmm. podcasts if you can they really do help get us found share it with one of your friends um, find us on Instagram yeah. Petty Little Things pod check out our patreon uh, and davina before we go yes. let's talk about this live event that yeah we're putting together. so we have been uh putting this together and thinking about it for literally like the last year and we were just about to do it last year um in july or mm-hmm. we're actually going to do it kind of around pride time we were thinking um and then things life just kind of got in the way and then everything started slightly reopening so it never got to happen but it's been on our radar all that time we want to do a big massive mammoth fundraiser mm-hmm. with lots of queens a fab event um that we have actually wrangled everyone in we've got yeah. over 20 queens mm-hmm. we've got like scene djs 24 yeah 24 
before. Um, and we're going to be recording, we're not recording, broadcasting from the George. Live. Now, we have Live. done one show on the George yes. before where we had one slight little technical there internet was. issue. Yes. We have fixed that. Fixed that issue, yes. And we are running tech tests all the week before it as yes. well. So it's going to be stunning, just like our normal shows from our home, except with 24 yeah. of the most amazing performers from around. And it's going to be great to catch up with people, see what they've been up to, uh, and it's just going to be like a really good night of crack. And it, of course, it's going to be in aid of mental health, mm-hmm. mental health awareness, mental health charities. And um, we're in talks with a couple of charities. We're still yet to finally decide on what it is. But we need something that provides services mm-hmm. that have uh, low cost or free services available that need our help. Maybe a lesser known yeah. charity. That's yeah. what we're kind of looking at. So yeah. we're that's all going to be announced this week. Yeah, we'll hopefully be announcing that tomorrow. So watch out for our social media. Yeah. Something that you all can do, which costs absolutely yeah. nothing, is share the information yeah so it, we're obviously have gathered everyone to do this for free yeah. and uh we want to make sure that we raise as much money as possible also yeah. we were going to do a raffle online as well for it so if you all work for any big companies mm-hmm. dm me DM or small Dina. businesses or if small, anyone yeah. wants to donate anything that we could give away as a prize mm-hmm. uh, our goal is to raise as much money as possible for a charity yeah. and put on a fab show yeah. at the same time so if anyone has anything that they would like to donate or just to be part of it we'll give you total shout out with shout yeah. out social media it would be really really appreciated totally totally yeah yeah, just dm us if you're interested in getting involved but that brings us to the end of another episode what a jam-packed episode sweetheart oh my god i'm just so excited we have a really long day today we're about to interview someone else we are we spoke to detox today it's like the bb fucking c in here the bbc (laughs) uh well i think we need to wrap it up then okay (laughs) Uh, we will see you all again in two weeks time but until next time stay petty. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started